Forte Catholic Radio. This is your lightheaded host, because I definitely didn't prepare for that at all. Didn't take a breath, because all I can think about was this yelling. We're going to get to that yelling at some point in today's show. I have a pretty cool story about me and Ariana Grande, but that, that's that's for later. For now, we welcome in one of the top five co-hosts that we have on this show. It's, it's absolutely one of the top five. Uh, Sean McAfee, how are you doing today, sir? Who's number one? Number one. In your heart. In my heart or in, or in the people? Who am I speaking for? Am I speaking for the people or am I speaking for me? For you. Um, I can't answer that question, <laughs> which means <laughs> Very it's safe which, answer, which means it's not you. <laughs> 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 uh, I no, I, I like you all for different reasons. You, you and I, I really can't think of any, you really can't think of any, can you? No, you and I have the most similar humor, so it's really easy to go back and forth. Uh, Father Anthony is like my Protestant friend's favorite. And he's like, oh, he's the approachable priest. We like him. Um, Allison Sullivan is, is a woman. So she has that going for her. Uh, and she connects like essentially the last time I had Allison on, we were talking to Mary Bielski and for a while it just became a women's podcast. And I was on the outside, like what's going on right now. <laughs> but no, Allison's probably the most like joyful person that we have. Right. Uh, the rest of us are all like, I'm happy, but it's to mask all the pain and hurt on the inside. Like she's actually a joyful person. Let's see. Uh, Jonathan Blevins is, is the newest. So, I mean, everybody likes new. Uh, and then, and then father Jared, uh, uh we don't know where he is. So, uh, that's, that's how we're going with co-hosts right now. Wonderful. Does that, how do you, how do you feel after that conversation? I want to know how you feel. Sit on the couch. You have a couch behind you. Go sit on it. Okay. I'm just No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't go. Wow, you sound you apparently become a dinosaur whenever you move to your couch. It's a bed couch, so it kind of squeaks when you sit on it. That's we okay. Here's the deal: at the beginning of every show, I and I forgot to do this. I always give a pointless weather update. It's very pretty here. <laughs> we didn't do the pointless weather update, so I see what you're doing. You're trying to update people on random inanimate objects in your house in Italy. It's just so helpful for our audience here today. Okay, <laughs> speaking of the audience, somebody reached out to me. The other day, speaking of Allison Sullivan, actually, at the beginning of my episode with her two weeks ago, we were, we were talking about how like my intro is very jarring and like, that's, that's the point. I want people to wake up and to know that, that we're here. You know, I, I announced my presence where I'm in the room and she was saying, well, like she had to balance out my intro. So she was very sweet and kind. And then she said, like, we started talking about, like, okay, what, co- what show comes on beforehand? We figured it out as the Patrick Madrid show. Like, much more chill than my show. You know, just, it's just for, for yeah, he's a good dude, good show. Just, we're just uh, doing different things, right? So, yours is like a jolt of, uh, like, the espresso. Espresso. Have I told you about my, my first ever shot of espresso? Did you like it? I feel like I've talked, I feel like I've told this story on the air, but I can't remember. So, I'm going to tell it again anyway. It again. Okay. Uh, I have only ever done shots of other things before my shot of espresso. And the way... You let it cool off first, didn't you? N- n- no. I did it like every other shot that I've ever done. You just... you, you oh, it, get hands, it's get, it gets handed to you. You slam it on the ground, on the table, and then you just throw it back. My mouth was burning. Everyone looked at me like I was an idiot. My wife looked at me like she was like, why did I marry this dummy? The barista looked at me like, I'm going to get fired because this guy's not smart enough. 
Uh, that's my first shot of espresso. Anyway, I was talking oh. to Allison at the beginning of the show, and she was saying, like, okay, you know, like, it's probably something much more peaceful than your show that comes on beforehand. So I said, I really want it to be something really chill. And I started singing chant, right? As, as I, I just start singing this first chant melody that comes to mind, you know, on the insides, I'm just thinking it's some Gregorian chant that I picked up from school or, or I, I went to a Latin mass once. Maybe it was that or, you know, I, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I get a call like three or four days after the show posts from my friend Chris Bartlett. Or, no, he texted me and he said, singing the Halo theme song. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> and then I went back. You can go back to the beginning of that episode. I think it's episode 118. I sing the Halo theme song thinking that it's some holy church song. That's essentially... Can we get a, a 10-second sample right now? We sure can, right now. I'm picturing, like, coffee spilling. Yes. Okay, so that's me singing what I thought was something super holy, but it was instead the Halo theme song. Uh, what do you think that says about me, Mr. McAfee? I don't know, but it kind of, it's preparing me for a joke because I'm going to have mass and dinner and breakfast with uh, some Benedictine uh, monks here at the right after Ash Wednesday, actually down in Norcia where they're all from. Um, if you've heard of the Norcia beer, it's actually making like rounds around the world, uh, be- becoming very famous very quickly. So I'm going down there to meet the Benedictine, uh, did I say nuns? No, I don't think so. If you did, I was. I think you said monks. If you said nuns, I wasn't listening. I think you said the wrong thing, and you're like, oh my gosh, did I just make a fool of myself? Every time I speak. Well, anyways, now I know to break out the, uh, I'm going to say something like, hey, this is like a game of Halo. And they're not going to know what I'm talking about, because you know they're very (laughs) unworldly. But every guy there is going to know exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Way to go. Just ruining the prayer of these beautiful monks. Thanks so much, Sean. (laughs) I told you, you and I's humor are the same. (laughs) How can we ruin this good thing? huh? Okay, so today, uh, speaking of of needing to grow in holiness for both you and I, I've prayed today. Have you done any of the praying today, Mr. McAfee? I have. What did you pray about? I went to a men's group tonight, and we were discerning what to do for the upcoming direction of some of the other men. It's a group of about 45 Catholic men from the local army uh, archdiocese here. And there's six of us who kind of run this men's group, and we're just praying on what we would bring other men into for the Lenten season. And you could you just like planning ahead and stuff. Like Lent's so far away. Mm. Wait, 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 when's when is Ash Wednesday? Do you know? I feel like you should know it because is, you just it uh, should be March sixth. March sixth. Okay, so like like a like a month away. We're not too far. Okay. Yeah. So like t- month, t- month today I was praying. Um, have you ever like have you ever had to pray like unwillingly? Have you ever prayed un- yes. unwillingly? Like, oh, certainly. When is that for you? Sometimes uh now I commit myself to prayer whether I want to or not cuz I think that that's what people like St. John of the Cross and Teresa of Avila have kind of taught me in my spiritual walk. Um because it's more important to to pray even when you don't want to, because life is a, a, you know going to bring you on that downward part of that roller coaster every now and then. And if you don't have something to fall back on during those moments, then you really got nothing. But uh, for me, it's probably sometimes at the end of the night when we go and pray with our kids and I 
just want to do something else. Um, I love my kids and they have the funniest prayers. I'm often tweeting their prayers and, and those are some of my best tweets. I don't have any original great thoughts, but my kids have some hilarious <laughs> prayers. This, um, this account yeah. is run by a seven-year-old. <laughs> yes, exactly. It would probably have more followers if it did. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the time because I, I just want to do something else. I want to not stop what I'm doing, but um, it's something I have to do anyway. Yeah, see, it's interesting because you said like like the like going down the roller coaster, but it, it's odd because that you said that negatively. But going down the roller coaster is the fun part. So so yeah. so I I think yeah. there, there's something to be said there because let, let let me rephrase the analogy: going into the valleys of life rather than the hilltops. Okay, so you said one analogy, and I had a follow up to it, and then in the middle of that follow up, you said a different analogy. Uh, so oh. now I can't make fun of you. Very, very good, Jeff. Okay. So instead of me making fun of you, I'm just going to relay to you some thoughts that I had in, in the in the prayer that I was forced to do. So I, I like being forced to pray because honestly, it helps me. We he, at Ablaze Ministries, uh, where I work, we pray together as a staff every morning. Every morning at work, it's not like we meet up at 8 a.m. on Saturdays, you know. But like Monday through Friday, we meet up and we pray together. And it's the same kind of thing. Like if I didn't have to be at work at nine ten, I wouldn't be. And don't ask me why it's nine ten. We we were all like being late by ten minutes, so we just said, okay, fine. It starts at nine ten. <laughs> I thought you meant between the hours of nine and ten a.m. No, 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 no. Our work day starts at nine ten a.m. Uh, with prayer, and then we pray for thirty minutes until nine forty because that makes sense. Uh, so I, I would not wake up that early. I am definitely more of a night person, but I have the job. And then I also probably wouldn't pray, but that's what, what, what we're supposed to do. And that, that kind of structure helps me. So we were, we were being forced to pray this morning, and we were going through a Bible study. I know, not very Catholic of us, but whatever, leave me alone. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 35. And this is, this is the story of the calling of the first disciples in John. And I've, I've actually talked about this before, but something new stuck out to me today. The things that, that, like, that have always been there, it's like, none of us have heard of Jesus just on our own. We've all heard it from somebody else, whether it's parents or a priest or a preacher or Catholic radio or TV or whatever. We've all heard it from somebody else. And that's pretty inspiring. Like Andrew actually goes to get his brother, Peter. But this is, this is what r- really stuck out to me today. Uh, it's talking about Nathaniel and Philip. Uh, Nath- <laughs> this is funny because you, li- you liked this section. This is one of your favorite uh, lines in the scripture. Philip found, went and found Nathaniel and said, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote about in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, and Nazareth. And Nathaniel says, We have found the Messiah. And Nathaniel says, oh, Nazareth, oh, <laughs> can anything good come from there? <laughs> I, I, I built this joke. I built it all up for your joke that you said before I we had, even started. I had the wrong cue. I am so sorry. <laughs> Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Can anything good come from Sean McAfee's brain? Uh, and then yeah. and then Philip said, come and see. You got to come see. You got to come see if Sean has anything. It, it goes on and it says... Uh, that Nathan- Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said, here is a true is- Israelite. There is no duplicity in him. And Nathanael goes, bro, we've never met. Like, how do you, how do you know that? Are you just complimenting people? You and don't I know? just got done dumping on the Nazarenes. Right. I just got done making fun of your people, right? And right. Jesus answers him, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. 
And Nathaniel yeah. answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. Because he knew that he was sitting under a fig tree. And like, that's really impressive, right? You are the son of God, the king of Israel. Wow. So Jesus answered and said to him, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And I, I, yeah. that really stuck out to me because uh, first, the first thing that stuck out to me was that so many of us remember like our first conversion, like our first like moment that God really, that we really felt God, that we really felt uh, that we had an encounter with him. And this is the, this is the encounter that Nathaniel is having. He is meeting Jesus and something amazing happens. And so often I feel like we're just like, we're celebrating that. That's a great thing to celebrate our encounter with Christ. But in the midst of that celebration, in the midst of that miracle, in the midst of his first encounter, Jesus says, you think that's cool? I've got something so much more for you. And I feel like that's something that I see that's lacking in, in like our formation, in our churches. Like we're all about the encounter. But in the midst of that encounter, are we saying to, to our people, just like Jesus said to them, there's so much more in store for you? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want to ask you, Mr. McAfee, because you are a, a internationally acclaimed author. Wow. Uh, uh, what is the something more for you? That, you know, that's only because the excess books that the publisher printed, they they had to send them to the kids in like Cambodia and all that. So it, it's not through their wanting of my books. It's just that they were extra like the people who don't win the, you know, the Pro Bowl or the Super Bowl or and all that. Yeah, that's that's a very timely joke, Sean. The Super Bowl is next week. The Pro Bowl just happened. I'm very, very <laughs> proud of you. That was very timely. Uh, even though you you uh, you uh, follow fake fake football, I called you when you were at a soccer game the other day. All right, we can't oh, yeah. we can't get into that. I, I want to. When did you have like your first encounter with Christ? When was your first encounter? I remember it. I remember it pretty distinctly. Now, I we went to church when I was growing up about three times a week, but I don't think I ever really got anything out of it other than kind of having fun. But mine would probably be whenever I was, I think I was 19 or 20 years old. And the way I tell everybody about it is kind of give them a little picture. Is, do you remember those little old Texas Ranger, uh, Texas Ranger, those little Ford Ranger trucks? Yes. How small they were in the 90s. And they actually had a row behind the driver's seat that was like maybe like six inches of seat length. So I was sitting in one of those at a little bonfire in Alaska when I was in the Air Force, and the bonfire was a bunch of Christians gathering together. We were, they were evangelicals, and months before that, I had kind of pushed myself away from them and gotten into a lot of bad habits, and they knew that I was probably into a lot of things that were you know, certainly counter-Christian, but they invited me anyways, and at that point, I, I began to you know, really realize in the weeks leading up to that, that I wanted something different out of my life. I wanted to take myself more seriously. I didn't really know exactly what was going to get me there, and I never really considered God. But that night, I saw the joy from them, and I saw how happy they were in something that I really didn't think I would find a lot of happiness in. And I just prayed this simple prayer. I said, God, I know the earth is not probably going to, you know, start moving and, you know, smoke's not going to rise, you know, from the mountains tomorrow morning if I pray this prayer, but I just need you to please reveal yourself to me and to tell me what you want me to do tomorrow with you if that's what the relationship that you're calling me to as you've called all these other people to because I want their joy and I want their happiness. And after that, I don't know what happened, but my life changed and and maybe it was just cuz I wanted that firm commitment to God. But the more I, 
the more I stuck to that commitment and to that prayer, the more God began to reveal himself in my life and, and the greater joy that I, I had um, in bringing myself into fuller communion with him. And that eventually led me to the Catholic Church. But that was my first experience. Yeah, for me, it was interesting because it was like I had like my a very long process of conversion, like personal conversion in high school. But like the something more for me was actually getting into ministry and the realization that God could use somebody as as broken and as messed up as I am to actually help lead people closer to Christ. Uh, that that was it for me, and like that was the calling of all of these guys. They're they're these are just normal dudes being called to come be the first apostles, the people that the church is going to be founded on. He's like, hey, right. c- come follow me, and there's going to be so much more for you. And like I was thinking about, like Nathaniel saw even more power, right? Like he saw he in his lifetime in following Jesus, he saw Jesus por- perform more powerful miracles. But then I was thinking like there, the something more is partly that power, but also that like that loving relationship with the father, because that was something that was so new. It's like even more special than me seeing you under a fig tree and you thinking that I am the son of God because of that miracle. You're going to see bigger miracles and you're also going to see me die for you because of my relationship with you. Uh, We're going to continue this conversation on that piece, on the loving relationship with the Father in our final segment. But right when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking with the founder of Staying Close to Christ about what they're doing for the church. We'll be right back. Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll, in the Red Sea Radio Intergalactic Studios. Yes, that even counts the underwater kingdoms where Aquaman resides. Just saw that movie last week. It was a blast. I loved it. Also, a few weeks ago, I met this man named John Rosell III. I almost said the Quattro, but that's the wrong number. I met him at the Seek conference, and he is joining Sean and I this afternoon. John, how are you? Hey, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on this podcast. You don't, please don't lie. Please don't start off uh, this interview with a <laughs> it's, lie. It's, it's sometimes more of a penance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just helping you gear up for Lent by, uh, by coming to the There's a whole talking. pastoral team behind the penances and mortifications of being associated with Forte Catholics. <laughs> Well, I am in the midst of my second week in Exodus 90, so I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not like Taylor. <laughs> you're, you're not like me. And actually, okay, so I have to mention this. So last week, I, uh, I was telling people how uh, I talked about Exodus 90 two weeks ago, and then the, and then the previous week, I talked about how I, I'm not very good at praying for people. And then John, of all people, reached out to me and said, hey, I'm doing this thing that you don't like. Will you pray for me through it? And I said, fine, John, fine. I'll pray for you. <laughs> so we met at the seat conference, and uh, you, you walked up to me, and I think you said, you remember what you said? It had something to do with the internet. I don't remember what I said. I, yeah. I, just I like I, the internet. I like the internet. That's that's exactly how it started off. So uh, we all met like thousands of people at Seek. But what I remember right. is something along the lines of, hi, Taylor. I know you from the internet. Would you all like a Twitter? I think what, Twitter. <laughs> I know you from Twitter. Would you like a tiny saint? Uh, no, no. You said, 
have you ever have you ever had a tiny saint before yeah and i said no and like i don't even think you you said your name i, I know you from twitter do you have a tiny saint uh <laughs> no and then you said do you want one i said sure you said, what's your favorite saint? I said, Michael. And he said, I'll be right back. It was one of the strangest <laughs> interactions I had the whole weekend at Seek. But you, and you came. And I never saw him again. <laughs> I still don't have a time. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He walks, he walks he over. Asked for, he, asked, he asked for my credit card to pay for it. And I never saw him. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you still have my debit card? I think you still have my debit card. <laughs> no, you walked over to your booth that was like kind of behind mine. You grabbed a St. Michael Tiny Saint, which I actually have on my keys. I don't know. This, oh. this isn't good for the radio audience, but just to prove it to you, I have my little St. Michael on my keychain. Awesome. Awesome. So cute. Uh, they, they don't have faces, though? What, what's the deal with that? Do you know? Well, you know, the way I like to explain it is that all the Tiny Saints have the same face, which is the face of, of Christ. Every saint reflects the same face, which is the face of Christ. So if you look on the tiny Saint Rosary, there is a, there is a Jesus figure and he has the same face as the, the tiny saints. So the historical so Jesus, historical Jesus had no nose and a mouth. Is that, is that an official <laughs> statement from you? This is iconography, Taylor. Iconography. <laughs> iconography. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so you go back, you get the tiny saint, you give it to me. And then we officially meet. You're like, hi, I'm John from, from staying close to Christ. And then I was like, okay, I got to put this on my story right so then right. like you gave me the tiny saint you didn't you didn't really tell me much and i'm starting i'm like you're doing something nice for me i want to promote you so i get on my story and i'm like hey this is john from tiny uh, saints and like uh, in the video you're like actually i'm not from tiny saints i'm just like an affiliate with them and help sell them and i said well i wish i didn't start this video <laughs> yeah my bad no, it's 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 not your fault. You gave me something free. But so now right. I, I didn't promote you correctly on the Instagram video. So I had to have you on the show. So tell oh. us a little about <laughs> about about staying close to Christ. What what do you Absolutely. guys do? Well, this company started out in many ways because I had a habit of giving people free tiny saints. I would buy them at the local Catholic bookstore and just give them out to everyone that I cared about. I just loved them. And my wife shortly after getting married and June of 2017, she said, John, instead of giving these away, what if you sold them? So I called up the creator of Tiny Saints. <laughs> Sean, Sean just laughs at you. Look, <laughs> look, we got married only a couple months. You cannot keep giving away our money. <laughs> no, it's great, but we eventually need to start a family. Right. What, was, what are we uh, gonna, do you think you can make a little bit of money on this? Exactly. And uh, within a few months, we became the top retailer of Tiny Saints in, in the world besides for Tiny Saints. Just uh, to clarify, we're our own company. When it came time to create the limited liability company officially, I love my last name, Roselle. I was very tempted to name it Roselle Enterprises or something along those lines. But the lady who helped set it up, I said, well, could we name it anything? And she said, absolutely anything. I said, well, how about stay close to Christ? That's kind of a motto that I use in teaching. At the start of every class, I would ask the students, ladies and gentlemen, what are we going to do today? And they would cheer and chant as loud as they could, stay close to Christ. And then at the end of class, I'd say, all right, stay close to Christ. And they'd say, you too, Mr. Ozell. And then they'd say that to me in the hallway, across the parking lot. I even heard they would say that to each other occasionally over the phone. 
that kind of thing. So it's kind of like a Christian may the force be with you. <laughs> but I still think I still think that whenever they had the uh, the small groups, what do you call them? The the test groups that like uh, that test out business samples and whatnot. Right. The, uh, yes, the testing I, I still groups. Think, Good job. I, what are they, what do they call? It's it's fine. Move along. <laughs> Can we can we can we start over? I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I still think the I still think the right business name would have been absolutely anything. I think that's what that woman was telling you. Absolutely <laughs> anything. See, I, I'm just gl- very Focus very focus groups. Sean, scoot back for your microphone. <laughs> it's like yelling at us. Okay, focus group. It's my job to yell. I'm Fortnite Catholic. Reform yourself. Reform yourself. Okay, so uh, I'm really glad. For one, you didn't name it Rozell Industries because that's <laughs> that sounds like the bad guys in every superhero movie of all time. <laughs> oh, there's there's gas leaking into the lake from Rozell Industries. We gotta go <laughs> take them down. <laughs> Rozell Enterprises is that still evil? Rozell Enterprises. That's Enterprise. like Teenage Ninja Turtles, like Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> Secret of the yeah. So I'm really glad you went to staying close to Christ. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you. You come from a teaching background, and one of my teachers, when I was in high school, also had a similar saying. Now, I went to a public school, if that wasn't obvious to anyone that's ever listened to this show, uh, but I, I went to a public school, and but one of my favorite teachers was Mr. Rossell. He was, one, he was the senior class English teacher uh, for like the pre-AP kids, like the people that actually wanted to learn, but not too much. Like that's exactly where I've been my entire life, right? Like I, I want to learn, but not work too hard pre-AP as a senior. <laughs> it's like, I loved it because it's like pre-AP, but it was your last class ever. So it wasn't pre-anything. It was like, you're just ending at the pre. Uh, he would tell us every week, good Catholic man, great, great author. I actually read a couple of his books. As we left for class, his saying every Friday afternoon, because we had him eighth period. He said, don't be stupid. <laughs> so like, as, as we're leaving to go into our high school weekend, don't be stupid. And, and then uh, he sounded, there's a little addition to this. He's, you know, the Whataburger commercials. He sounded exactly like the Whataburger commercials guy. And he was like such a good holy man. So we, we honored him. By not being too stupid on our weekends, but we still went to Whataburger and we stole the little tents with the numbers on them and we would put them on his desk and he always knew it was the senior. So we'd get to eighth period and why did you guys steal these stealings bad with thick, juicy bacon? That's that's what he would say. So it's something <laughs> along those lines. So I, it's pretty interesting that it came from from your students and how like that saying it wasn't just you, but they played along with you, and then they actually kept it going. So, um, oh, yeah. so I know you're selling the Tiny Saints, but what else are y'all doing as a company? Well, what we like to do is specialize in just a select number of product lines, the most inspiring Catholic gifts that we can find. So we find a lot of um, inspiration from the Tiny Saints, for sure. We also carry these awesome vintage European saint medals, mostly from the late 19th century, early 20th century in France. They're replicas, but they're done in sterling silver, the the most exquisite saint medals you could ever find. We've started carrying saint cards, which is a blast of a game. Have you guys played saint cards? It's like Catholic Uno. I have. But you you learn about the saints as you go. What was it like for you, Sean? Uh, I, I think it was like that recent Catholic card game. I think it's called the Catholic card game. It came out. I, th- I think there's perks that can be made better, um, but it's good. 
Are you talking about Saint cards or the Catholic card game? I think I'm talking about the Catholic card game, the yellow one. Oh, this is called Saint cards. Oh, it's, Teach me. it's totally different. It's like Catholic Uno and you match up different facts about the saints. In fact, in the base set, there's 1500 facts about the saints. Oh wow! The cards are really beautiful. They're just really gorgeous iconography to use that word again of the saints. And you play for these jewels and the winner presents his or her jewels to Jesus at the end of the game. Wow. So it's a powerful, powerful Game. Wait, wait, so it's, wait. No, it's, it's nothing like exploding kittens, Taylor. <laughs> we like exploding kittens, and it's probably nothing like that. Uh, to be fair, the card game. We are not actually exploding kittens. We like the card game. <laughs> exploding kittens. Um, but, uh, okay, so what I like, I have a follow-up question. Because I was going yeah. to say, like, oh, this is like to teach them how to tithe. But you said they give all the jewels. Wouldn't wouldn't it be better if they gave 10% of the jewels to Jesus and they kept the rest? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's a complete it's the widow's might that's it's the total thing see yeah total gift here's here's a new saying if you play what's the name of the game saint cards if you play saint cards you will become so holy that you will give everything to Jesus. That's the new marketing like slogan. Uh, I do like that. You can use my voice or you can use Sean's voice if you want. Um, mm-hmm. Sean's saying, this is Sean saying, um, Saint cards, better than the Catholic card game. That's Sean's word. That's, that's Sean's <laughs> word. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, we've got, we've got a, a few books, some apparel. Check it out. Stay close to Christ.com. I you know, I'm looking... A, yeah, I'm looking ahead. through the website. I, this yeah. is really cool because my wife and I buy a lot of this stuff from other sites, but this is like one place where we can get everything in just one place. Yeah. So, so yeah. like Brother Francis, our kids love that, the glory right. story. Right. We, we, we carry, again, just a select number. We, we try not to throw everything at you but the kitchen sink like some folks. I mean, you can buy literally anything, including the kitchen sink with the Virgin Mary on it. Um, so wow. we, we try to have... Um, just more limited and focused product selection, basically. That's why you didn't uh, name it literally everything. Absolutely anything enterprises. I like that. Um, so I took the liberty of creating a discount code for your listeners, just Forte. Oh. F-O-R-T-E. That'll get you 20% off anything that you like, absolutely anything on the site, stayclosetochrist.com. Again, the promo code is Forte, 20% off at stayclosetochrist.com. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I didn't buy anything yet. I was going to between now and when we met, and then I just got busy. But now I'm, I'm going to go buy the Saints card game. And, and get twenty oh, percent off. Uh, uh, my oh my, ki- my kids are going to love it. So, uh, speaking of kids, we have a couple of minutes left, and you recently became a father for the first time, and we're all very happy for you. Thank Applause. You. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you, well, that was terrifying. We have sound effects, Sean. It's fine. I got it. Um, so, uh, you mentioned we just had a nice mm-hmm. little phone call on my on my drive into this here studio. And you're like, the only advice for a Catholic father, and we've already proven today that, that I'm not the greatest, but Sean is here, <laughs> and Sean is uh-huh. the greatest. So, Sean, you have to answer for all of us, because I'm kind of interested as well. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old, and I'd really like to know what I'm doing. So, Sean, what is your advice for Catholic fathers? Yeah, it's real easy. Never change a diaper midstream. Okay, good. <laughs> good. And anything spiritually uh, along those lines? 
pray for them, pray with them, and let them pray for you. Mm. That sounds like a marketing slogan as well for someone. Much better than your last (laughs) marketing slogan, by the way, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Cards. It's better. What is it? What is it? <laughs> we have to be careful. We have to be careful. I, I know which we're promoting stay close to Christ, but I've promoted them too, so calm down. Uh, <laughs> so uh I think for me, it's it's funny because one of my buddies is a new Catholic dad, and I think the my yeah. advice is just know that you're going to mess it up. You are absolutely going going to do something wrong. You're going to say something yeah. wrong. But just like in our walk with God, like this is all a journey. We're all I mean, like all of us. I mean, all, all three of us and, and all our listeners are, are striving for holiness. And how we do that at times, you know, wanes, goes up and down. But like we're going to mess up. Parenting's hard, especially at four in the morning when you have to go to work the next day and you've been up for 18 hours. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but uh-huh. For me, it's been relying on God and relying on my wife. Like at four in the morning, that gets close to what I call my atheist hours, you know, like from like three to six a.m. If you wake me up in those hours, I will treat you as if there is no God. Like I I believe he's still there, but I can't I just can't handle my actions. Oh, my gosh. My wife. Is like at certain times she like the God within her, like God's presence at three in the morning, four in the morning. I just rely on her. Moms are so much better at this than we are. Rely on God, rely on your wife, and know you're going to mess up and just keep picking yourself back up. That's what I got. There's only husbands in purgatory. Our wives get it done here on earth. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So um, we we got to get we got to get going. But hey, here's what I want to do. I want to I want to get the website out again. Stay close to Christ. dot com. Use the code Forte. You get twenty percent off. Uh, Tiny Saints, Saints card games, books, My Little Church apparel, mugs. Uh, what's your favorite apparel that you have, John? Probably the hoodie. Now's the perfect time for hoodies. It is. Christ on it. It is. What, what better message? I mean, maybe besides make Catholicism fun again. The, the <laughs> best marketing strategy we've come up with so far, actually. I'm going to use that. Yeah. I'm going to use that. That is good. <laughs> the <laughs> only marketing strategy we've come up with so far. <laughs> no, I, I really like Stay Close to Christ. I think that one's a good one, too. I, I really do like that story, how it came with your students, and now you're putting it all over the place with the hoodie. I might have to get myself one of those as well, especially I'm going up to Vermont to speak in a couple of weeks, and I hear okay. it's going to be like negative eight degrees the whole time, and I'm from Central Texas, so I'm not really quite sure what that means, but what I think it means is purgatory. I think I'm going to purgatory <laughs> for a few weeks to talk about Jesus. But, uh, John, thank you so much for coming on today. You, you are so welcome. You are the man. Uh, did it feel more like purgatory, or do you still feel honored? I feel deeply honored. Well, that I'm means I'm going to put this on my CV. Is that allowed? On your what? My CV. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Curriculum vitae. Uh, sure, do whatever you want. I don't understand what's going on, but you can do whatever you want. I don't. I don't care. Okay. All right, John. It was. Right, well, it, it was so much fun. Close to Christ. Stay close to Christ. Guys, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. 
Sean McAfee is on the other side dancing to this like he's a, a girl in a James Bond movie. Just moving wow. his arms back and forth. Do you like the James Bond films, Shawnee? I miss playing GoldenEye 64. Like, I wish there would be an online version of GoldenEye for Nintendo 64. I think I could get on that. That game was the best, man. You could, like, turn off the guns and just slap each other. That was the best. And then, like... In, I remember that. And then in every level, there was just that... Uh, like, there were, like, secret walls, secret passageways. You could, like, stand inside the wall and just, like, hit people yeah. as they went by. Man, the days of glitches. I, I miss I those. I remember paintball mode. When you know, my parents were like, that's too bloody. There's like blood coming down the screen to get killed. And they're like, turn on paintball motor. You can't play. That's why we did slaps only. We're just, we're just, we're just high-fiving each other in the face, mom. It's fine. We love each Dude, other. Yeah, this is fraternal correction. <laughs> we, are, we are just slapping them. We're just <laughs> playing Arius and Nicholas. It's so funny you bring that up. We talked about that today. Uh, I watched the Catholicism series with some of the students at the school, and and we brought up like they were saying like the Nicene Creed that we say at mass, right? And it comes from the council that that a uh, good old Santa Claus uh, punched <laughs> punched Eris in the face. It's funny that that comes up. I feel like you're following me. Are you following me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I think this whole thing of you living in Italy is a farce. I think you live right down the road and just don't want to spend time with me. <laughs> you're like secretly, I'm just looking out with binoculars, and I see you. There you are. <laughs> My life's a TV show. My life feels like a TV show. A really bad one that's going to get canceled soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir, but your life has not been renewed for a 29th season. So. <laughs> oh, <that's sad. laughs> Bye, Taylor. We didn't. We couldn't have funding for your show this year. We we had a good run, a good 29 year run. I mean, we're better than Seinfeld. We've been going on forever. Okay. <laughs> All right. So speaking of of the show being decent, I did a uh, I started a giveaway a couple of weeks ago for people to go review the show because because I, I just did a, a plea for people. I, I said that they were using me because uh, the opposite of love is use, and they're just using me to just be, listen to the podcast over and over again, but they wouldn't give back 30 seconds. You know, I spent an hour a week recording the show, another like two to three, editing, posting, all these things, and these people are like, nope, I can't take 30 seconds and go review the show. So I said, you know what? If you can't take that 30 seconds, I'm just going to give you something. How's that? How about I trick you into, into rating the show? And so I, I did that. I did that, and it, and it worked. I'm going to manipulate you with showering you with gifts. Well, the re the true love thing didn't work, so I had to try to buy their love. So uh, if you go to ForteCatholic.com slash giveaway, you can still enter. But I do want to, to, to give away the first round of winners today. Is that okay with you, Mr. McAfee? Go ahead. Okay. So uh, the first the first winner is our friends over at Dude Catholic. They they took a screenshot saying that they uh, they are subscribed, so I'm going to get their mailing address and send them one. And you can go find all the things you're going to win. There's saint cards. There's, like, comic cards. All this made by Andy Shaggy Cordy, who I met in person. It's another internet friend that I met in person at Seek. Uh, you can go to ForteCatholic.com slash giveaway to see all of the different cards that you can get. They're, they're really, really sweet. We've got, like... 
uh, old Ben Kenobi. We've got an Ewok. We've got uh, Superman. We've got Deadpool, and and right next to Deadpool, we have Mary, the mother of God, on top of a moon. Uh, see last week for a conversation about the moon. We've got St. Sebastian. It's just a nice little uh, conglomerate of that. We've also got some of his full comic books there. So first come, first serve, whoever answers and says, uh, of these four winners, whoever answers and, and says what you want, that's what you get. All right, but there's also a few reviews. Sean, have you ever reviewed the show on iTunes? No. You are amongst these people that I don't like. You're just you're just using me. I listen to you from uh, Twitter, and I've given you my five star rating on Twitter by that, joining you once a month for the show. It's it's not enough. It's just not enough. It's never enough for me. See, okay, here's Sean. Here's what I want you to do. The the world is not enough for you. The world, nothing is enough for you. I know. Another, a I James loved Bond you. Reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it really? That's awesome. The world is not the world enough. Is not enough. Okay. That's right. So that, that was good. I didn't get that. I'm, I'm, I'm because inside I'm just very no. It didn't go over my head. That's weird. You must be tired because you're like the quickest person I've ever known. I'm just deadly angry at you that you haven't so here, here's what we're going to do i'm going to mute I what to do i'm I, I, do you have your phone with you yes i want you to go to itunes and i want you to go do you have an iphone that looks like a not iPhone. I, I do but i don't use itunes okay go to your podcast app i know you have the podcast app don't you well i have uh spotify you're on spotify right i am on spotify okay so you can subscribe there you're, you're not helping I, I need people to go to the podcast app here's Here's okay, what I'm, I'm doing it. Okay. Go, stop making clicking sounds with your mouth. Uh, the podcast app. Go into the podcast app. Download it. I'm going to mute you until you have rated the show. Okay? It takes. We're going to prove how quick this is. Sean, an old man, is going to get onto his phone, go to the podcast app, search Forte Catholic, scroll down, and leave right a review. While, while Sean is reviewing the show, I'm going to read some of the some, our, three of, our three winners. You're not muted yet, Sean. What do you want? You're good. Okay, keep going, Sean. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sean is now muted. Uh, the first one, uh, it says, hilarious podcast uh, from Miriam. Me, I'm guessing it's someone named Miriam, maybe? I don't know who you are. If you are M-I-W-I-M, shoot me a message saying that it's you. This one says, Taylor, I just started listening to your podcast, and it's so funny and informative. Keep up the awesome work. I will, Miriam. You too. The second one, uh, second winner is Brendan uh, dot dot. They're, like I, I, I'm confused. It's like he was going to say more of his name. Like he's going to say Brendan dot 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 something else. Um, but he didn't. It's just Brendan dot dot. Taylor is great. The show is fun and gives us listeners a chance to laugh and have some fun talking slash reflecting on our faith. Good. And the na- the next one, I don't know who it is, but it's called Guess Me Taylor. That so- kind of sounds like Tickle Me Elmo. Because uh, there's no comma. I'm thinking they're saying that they want me to guess who it is. I don't know. It says 10 stars all the way. 10 out of 5. I'm thankful for Taylor and his vast knowledge, even without that PhD. I don't know uh, I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know if I was saying that I was, didn't have a PhD or something. And I'm very thankful that God has brought me to Taylor. Well, thank you, person that I don't know. I- I'm very happy that God has brought me to you as well. Sean, you are unmuted. Have you completed your review yet? I just did. Okay. I, I don't have time to look it up. What did you say? I gave you one star. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, you have a fir- perfect five-star rating. You should be proud. I said, can I say uh, these words on here? I said, great. He is awesome. Just listen. 
Okay, good. Thank you, Sean. I, you too can go pick your little saint card, and I'll I'll try to figure. You know what I'll do, Sean? Sean supports me as a missionary. He's a very good person, despite the facade that he puts up. Uh, he's he's tricked us all that he's not, but he really is a, a good human being. So the next uh, letter I send you to thank you for donating to me, I'll just slip in one of the saint cards. Okay. Just slip in like a hundred dollar bill. Oh, that's like way more than you give me. So no. <laughs> Not after months and months and months, though. Okay, I'll save up, and I'll do that. Every time you send me money, I'll just send it right back. And uh, Wait, don't I buy you video games? No, okay. We have to talk about this, Sean. We have to have a little heart-to-heart here. You, Let's talk about Pokemon. You constantly say that you're going to buy me video games, and you're like, hey, I'll just send you the money, buy the video game, <laughs> so that we can play together. And then two things happen. Number one... You then never have time to play that game with me. Number two, you have not ever once sent me money for that video game you told me to buy. <laughs> not once. Taylor, you lie through your teeth. You control how much money. You took a gif of video of you changing around my monthly donation. You pull it out of that. I, you buying me a video game shouldn't go through our donation system. <laughs> What what <laughs> whatever you say. I'm always right, as you said in your review of the show. <laughs> okay, speaking of video games, speaking of video games, Sean's trying to move us. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into video games, I promise we're coming back. I do have to thank somebody. Definitely not Sean. Um, I have to thank our newest member of the Patreon community, Barb Gibson Benninger, joined our Patreon community very recently. Uh, she also uh, donates to that other show that we don't talk about uh, that Father Anthony is on. Uh, she donates to that show, uh, and she she found us through that show, so I guess I can't be too mad at it. But uh, So I, I just want to thank Barb, and we're all going to give her a standing ovation right now. Which means we're all sitting down and I just played a little clip from my iPad. So, But anyway, thank you, Barb, so much for supporting the show. If you want to support the show and you want some more bonus content, like last week we had a whole other segment of me and Father Anthony talking about blowing up the moon. That is exclusively on Patreon, patreon.com slash Catholic. Okay, Pokemon, you like playing video games with your children, don't you, Sean McAfee? Okay, Mom. Are you going to answer the question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, ans- I'm answering you like a Pokemon. <laughs> That's all I say. <laughs> Sean, what's your... Could uh, you imagine go around and be like, Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> what's up? That would be my Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Forte, 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 Forte. Okay, so okay, this is getting we're we're going off the rails. We need to get back on the rails of that roller coaster that you said that uh, that you used in a in a metaphor that you changed immediately. Okay, Um, (laughs) so Pokemon, I love Pokemon. I grew up on Pokemon. I was trying to think about it this last week, and I'll tell you why. I was thinking about how old I was when I started, and I think I was somewhere around seven or eight, something like that. When I started playing Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, then Pokemon Yellow came out the next year. Pokemon Yellow is one of my favorite games of all time. And then just a few months ago, the Nintendo Switch, with which you have, that you play with your children. What games do you play with your kids? Uh, we do Super Smash Brothers and Pokemon. Pokemon! <laughs> oh, we also, yeah. Pokemon! Okay, so I didn't realize... This game that came out a few months ago called Let's Go Pikachu is essentially the game that I played as a child 
when I was like seven, eight years old, I played through it on that old gray Game Boy with a green screen that like didn't have any backlight, so you had to like, you know, actually have real lights on behind you, but not too bright because then it's shown off the screen. Like it was terrible. Right. So I played that game for hours and hours and hours as a kid, and I realized that this was essentially a remake of that game. You know, the completely updated graphics, they, they changed catching to make it easier for kids to play. It's essentially like built for little kids to be able to play. Right. And you can play the whole game co-op, which means that my son and I can sit next to each other and actually play the entire story together as a, as a cohesive unit and actually spend some really good quality time together. And it's been, it's been really, really cool for me. Have you played that game with your kids? Oh, yeah, we, where they, one of them takes on the role of the support trainer. Support trainer. It's really funny. My, my son got mad because it was like like we chose a boy like to play as, and we named him Taytof because my name, my name is Taylor, and his name is Christopher, and we called him Tof, and everybody calls me Tay. So we named him Taytof, which like every time I say it out loud, Christopher just like busts out laughing because it sounds like potato. Like potato. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, like you have your rival trainer in the game. I'll give you right. one and, one guess as who he's we. He's not even that big of a rival. He's really not. Yeah, I'll give you one guess at what we named him, though. Go. Uh, I can't tell you what I named mine because it's a true name you'd give your rival. Uh, I'm going to name him John. Uh, very close. Mom. Mom is our rival. Ah! So. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Christopher, and the baby's playing, and we're like, what do you want to name your rival? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, how about mom? And I hear my wife in the other room go, what? I'm like, okay, it's, it's solidified. We're going with mom. So, right, we have to know. This, this is the crazy thing for me. About an hour in, when my son is just having so much joy, like I started tearing up because this is my childhood that I got to enjoy completely remade for me to be able to play it with my son. So like all the joy, like I'm getting goosebumps now even talking about it. Like all the joy that I had when I was a kid playing this game, I'm now not only getting to re-experience it again, but I'm getting to share in that joy with my son. And then like, here's the crazy part. I got goosebumps the first time I played with it. And then I got goosebumps. Like, okay, we bought the game one night. And I told him, hey, do you want to buy this? Do you want to get this game? Do you think it'll be fun to play together? He's like, yeah, it'd be great. Like, okay, I, have to, I bought it. We have to wait for it. You didn't pay for it, by the way. Um, we, had to, <laughs> we had to download it. And, and you know, I was going to take... Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> it was going to take a while to download. So I said, hey, you know, whenever you get home, like, I'll pick up from school tomorrow. We'll come home. We'll play it. And so he's six. I wasn't sure. sure wasn't sure if he was going to remember or whatever. We get in the car and he said, are we going to play Pokemon now? I said, absolutely, buddy. We go play. But here's, here's the crazy thing. We go to my parents last week after, and he's like, can we bring it to show Nani and Poppy all the Pokemon that I caught? I said, absolutely. So we're playing it at my parents' house. And then he like, he wanted to catch a Pokemon with my mom who knows nothing about video games, but it's like super accessible, super easy. So he catches a Pokemon with my mom and he's just ecstatic. And then he catches a Pokemon with my sister and he's ecstatic. And all of a sudden this joy that I felt 20 years ago playing this game is now being shared with my son. And that joy that I'm sharing with him, he's now sharing with other people. And I said, wow, is if that's not evangelization, I don't know what is right. And then I saw this tweet today 
from our the great spiritual mind Ariana Grande. Okay, <laughs> she said poke evangelization. Poke evangel. I actually had a guy on the show uh, in like the first twenty episodes. His name was the Poke Evangelist, Chris Johnson. Shout out to the Poke Evangelist. I am. I make up nothing original. I thought that was clever. No, it, somebody already took it. It wasn't. Uh, so Ariana Grande said, "I'm a scream and shout for what I love." And so I saw people like Life Teens Leah Murphy say that that's a great tip for evangelization from our sweet Ari, right? It's like screaming and shout what we love about. Uh, my friend Dylan Duke from the old Twitter said it's like charismatics during worship, screaming and shouting. What we love. <laughs> and then I retweeted it from the Forte Catholic account saying, what's up? I'm just going to scream and shout about the things that I, that I love. So like my son is doing that now. Right. So what about us, Jonathan? Like, do we want to scream and shout for what we love? And like, are we sharing in our father's joy? Like what we get to experience, what God has, has led us to experience in these encounters that we've talked about in the first segment. Like, how are we sharing those? And I, I just thought that was so cool. Like, I don't think we're doing it as well as my, sh- as well as my son is sharing his love for Pokemon Go or Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or whatever. Right. He will temper it in time. He will temper it in time. Is that, is that really how we're ending the show today? I feel like you have a better... Yoshi! I really feel like you have a better spiritual thought than that. Do you not? Do it. Lasso! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to, to wrap up, I love my son. He loves what I love now. So if we as sons and daughters are supposed to participate in the love of the father, we need to be sharing it with people. Share love with people this week. Enjoy the show. Share the show with people. You're awesome. I love you. Say it! Oh no, the show's over! But it doesn't have to be, because there's this thing called Patreon. Patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. You can get access to more show. All you have to do is go to the website, like I said, Patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. And you donate to the show. Support the work we're doing here. Help me not lose money in this. Help me be able to pay the people that help me run this show. It'll be great. Also, my children tend to like food as well. Everything helps, and you get some great things in return. I promise there's hours and hours and hours of extra show content only available on Patreon.com. Say it with me. Forte Catholic.